Barefooting with Sierra uses Buzzsprout. Just start with the equipment you already have and a quiet space. Add Buzzsprout and your podcast is ready to go. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that I sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and helps support the show. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout and get your message out to the world. Hello and welcome to the 35th episode of Barefooting with Sierra. This podcast is recorded on Treaty 6 territory, the traditional land, gathering place, and traveling route of the Cree, Anishinaabe, Blackfoot, Métis, Dene, Nakota Sioux, and others for time immemorial. My name is Sierra Larson, better known as Barefoot Sierra. I'm a novelist, comic creator, and independent journalist, and I have been living without shoes since 2010. I alternate between she, her, and they, them pronouns. I created this podcast to keep my audiences in touch with all of my projects, to talk about things I care about, and to interact with the awesome people in my various professional networks. In this episode, I interviewed occupational therapist George Ochoa. I'm going to break this podcast up into four parts. Novels, comics, journalism, and barefooting, each representing a different aspect of my professional life. I will give you updates on what I'm working on, let you know about any new works you can see, and keep you in the know about when I do free book giveaways on Amazon. Let's get started. First up, novels. I got one more chapter done with the editing of my Red 72 series finale. I'm really proud of myself for how it's turning out, and I'm looking forward to getting that out to beta readers. In book news... Napa Bookmine is hosting a virtual Meet the Author event with Lindsay Gardner, author of Why We Cook, Women on Food, Identity, and Connection. The event will take place over Zoom on May 4th at 6 p.m. Pacific. To register for the event, visit NapaBookmine.com. Columbiana, Ohio Public Library has turned to silent auctions to fundraise during the pandemic. Current pandemic guidelines require no more than 10 people to be together in one place, so instead of holding their parking lot auction, the auction has items out on tables for people to write their bids, along with their name and phone number to contact them if they win the bid. Some items are donations, and others are books that haven't been checked out for several years. And now for comics. My kid found this video of a cat named Woody gagging at broccoli, and it's hilarious. It inspired my latest comic, Grapefruit, which you can see on my comics Instagram, at World of Possums. In comics news... The official 2021 Free Comic Book Day was moved to August due to the pandemic, but a few shops still ran their own free comic book events on May 1st. North Shore Comics in Illinois, Coliseum Comics, Emerald City Comics and Comic Central in Florida, Pack Rat Comics and Rupp's Comics in Ohio, Captain's Comics and Toys in South Carolina, and Anyone Comics in New York gave away free comic books on the traditional Free Comic Book Day. Texas might have gotten rid of its mask mandate, but many local businesses are still requiring them. One of those businesses is More Fun Comics and Games in Denton, Texas. Manager Joe Glover keeps a supply of masks for those who may not have one. In spite of the state no longer requiring masks in public places, he told Spectrum Local News, quote, we do still require them, end quote. As for pushback from anti-maskers, most of the people trying to come in without masks have just forgotten theirs. But, as he told Spectrum Local News, there are some people who just won't put on a mask to enter his store. Quote, Some of them just don't want to come in, and that's A-OK, too. End quote. A big part of the mask pushback that I have seen in Alberta has been about freedom. And it's important to remember that business owners also have freedom. 
Just like stores have the freedom to require shoes and ask me to put on shoes or leave if I don't, stores have the freedom to require masks and ask you to leave if you won't put one on. All right, next up is journalism. I've done all the preliminary mapping out for both of the true crime books I'm working on, and now I'm just waiting on court cases to happen so I can get more information to put in them. My full-time job at the community magazine is still keeping me really busy, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I love being productive, and that job keeps me in touch with so many incredible people in my community in such a fun way. And now for my interview with George Ochoa. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Please tell the listeners a little about yourself, what you do, where okay. you're from, all that good stuff. So my name is George Ochoa. I live in San Antonio, Texas. I am an occupational therapist and group drumming facilitator. So I, I own a company by the name of Tambo Rhythms, and that's a co company that encourages health and wellness as well as development of social emotional skills. What I do is not based on performance. In other words, it's not about how good you play. It's not about how bad you, you play. Uh, you don't have to have any previous musical experience. Just a time of um, being of being able to um, use percussion to as a way of releasing stress, of a way of uh, self-expression, as a way to connect with others. And I do that with pop with populations with all different types of pop populations. It could be um, from the the community, those with special needs, uh, those might ha that may have a mental illness. Um, so I work with all age age groups. Yes. Wonderful. Oh, and I, I and I provide all the instruments too, so they don't Super. have to. All I yeah, yeah. Awesome. So for those yes. who don't know, what exactly is occupational therapy? Okay, I'm glad you asked. Okay, so um, basically what an, an occupational therapist does is uh, they help you to get engaged in those activities that are meaningful to you in your life, okay? So the things that we do in our life that occupy our time, so those and those would be the meaningful activities activities okay now for instance some meaningful activities in a person's life may be play you know that that is an occupation um social social participation um rest sleep um, um health management may, and maintenance as well as self self-care skills for instance being able to groom um feed yourself get dressed take a shower and all that and all those those things you know so, so in in a nutshell we help you in those areas of life that you find that are meaningful to you. Well, we help you so that you can be engaged into those into those areas of your life. Um, if I were to give a more concrete example, like for instance, if uh, somebody had a stroke, they would let, they may see a physical therapist when it comes to for strengthening um, or when it comes to um, being able to walk, walk again, and then you might get an occupational therapist that will help you to put your pants on again, to get dressed again, to be able to put your shoes on, and so forth, so forth. Yeah. And how does drumming come into that? All right. So drumming. Okay. So the avenue that I chose, I choose to to take is uh, um, uh, with the dr drumming is that so drumming addresses the occupations of uh, play. Uh, social participate social participation it also helps you with health um, man management of your of uh, and maintenance of of your health um, as well as supporting rest and sleep 
So in bringing the drumming in, into that, you're helping p- people, um, no, no matter what age, to be engaged, to have a good time, to, uh, like how I said before, to, to connect with e- each other, to be able to, to just express themselves. So I'm supporting their ability to be engaged in an occupation that they enjoy. You know, and that's the key. It has to be an activity that is uh, meaningful to them. You know, so if they come and um, they drum with me, let's say in a community type setting, you know, they come with their families, they come with their friends. And so it it allows them the opportunity to not just um, release stress, bond with their loved ones, but also to get to meet new people as well. You know, so my big deal is is about having about playing, of course, playing and and you being able to socially participate. Yeah. And so is is drumming your main focus with the occupational therapy or do you incorporate other therapies in with that as well? Okay, well, under tambo rhythms, okay, actually tambo rhythms is my side business, okay, so that's all just percussion based, okay, or drumming, okay, so my full time job is that I'm I'm a school based occupational therapist, so I work with kids that are in special education, so that's what I do, and helping them with things like um, um, find find motor skills as it relates to school, uh, self care skills, and so forth. Yeah, but when it comes to ta- t- tambo rhythms, is just the rhythm and drumming only. Okay, so you do both. So during the day, you're maybe like helping an autistic kid, not yes, freaked out by food sensory stuff, and then in the evenings, you do the drumming stuff. Exactly. Yes. Wonderful. Right. Yes. Do you ever kind of cross the drumming over into the school stuff? Oh, yes, I did. I have. Yeah, I've had um, I've actually have used drumming. There was a I've had a student. One of my students actually went into the special ed classroom one day and she was very upset and crying. This was a student who had a history of a traumatic brain in injury, if I'm correct. And um, she was crying and the staff did, did not know why she was crying. They were not sure if it's maybe because she was in pain, maybe her uh, a change of meds, maybe she didn't sleep. So what I did is um, I sat next to her on the floor and she was just there. She just rocked herself back and forth and she was just crying and she didn't speak. So, of course, nobody knew exactly what, what the problem was. So um, I took one of my drums and I sat with her and all I did was just play a, uh, a heartbeat sound and she calmed down and she fell asleep. And so that helped to, to, keep, to keep her calm. Another story I would have to share um, re- regarding school at school is that I once did a drumming session in a classroom. And after the classroom, I mean, after the session, a young man with autism, he also, he came up to me and he hugged me. And when the teacher saw this, she was very, she was in awe. And she was like, George, do you know what just occurred? And I said, what? And she, she said, he does not like men. He's standoffish towards men. And that was huge because here's a young man with autism. He came and he initiated the hug with me. You know, so for, through the drumming, we were able to break down that wall that was between us 
and we were a- able to to connect in a certain way, you know, that the drumming allowed. So yes, yeah, so it's it, it it was neat to you know it's stories like like that that I find are, are are gems. That's excellent. I'm glad that you've been able to help the kids at the school in that way as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same here. So what what sort of people are are genuine generally coming to the the tambo rhythm? Right. Okay. So I basically COVID has has um for the past year or so you know has really um shut down a lot for for us all you know but um starting next month the 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 community drum circles starting next uh, month the the community drum circles are going to start again okay so that means that um all ages come all ages come and again it's just a time for um the families and so so forth to to connect with each other so that's just that's just one type of event that i have i also work for specific organizations that that cater to those that have special needs okay and uh, right now um i'm doing um the two that i u- usually do every month that's still through vir- vir- virtual means okay and that's where we i tend to work more on the social emotional skills meaning taking turns when we play focus, attention span, you know, impulse control, self-regulation, knowing, you you know, when to play fast, when to play slow, when to play soft and loud and so forth, you know. So I I do that a lot with my, with those groups. Now, the other thing is also um, drumming with, um, I have drummed with, or with the, um, with NAMI, the um the national alliance of mental illness so i have jumped for the, for them and there is a bipolar and depression support group here that i have jumped with as as well you know and i'm hoping that more opportunities will come up again um drumming with them um as the covid re- restrictions do do go go down but uh but go, go going back to what you you were saying yes i do i personally deal with depression anxiety and OCD. So um, I don't particularly look, so to speak, for that population to work with. But of course, my heart goes out to that, to to that group, because I know what they deal with, you know. So when the opportunity is there, you know, I try to take, um, I try to get involved and help out whenever I, I can. How did you first get involved with drumming? Okay, so I started drumming. I really, um, I was in the high school band, so the mar- the marching band, but I played the big ba- bass drum, a huge drum, okay. And so I, I started playing, actually the drum set was first. And then I started that at the late age of, I would say 19, you know, cause that, uh, that's pretty late. I, I think that, that was late. But um, so I actually started as a drum set player. When I became an occupational therapist back in, um, I became an OT in 2001, and I st- still didn't know about the hand, the hand drumming world or what I'm doing now. So I was on the internet one day, and I was looking up um, just general information on drumming. And then I found what came up was the, the world of drum circles. 
So I thought that was so neat. I thought that was so cool. You know, you get people together that may not have any previous experience and they're coming together they're having a good time. They're, they're releasing stress. And I, and I, and I loved it. I, I had no time, nor did I want to be in, in a band, you know, being a drum set player, but I'll, but I still wanted to be able to play with, uh, in, in a group. And I was like, this is so cool. So I came across a program online called the Rhythmic Arts Project. And, but that particular one was, was geared for those with special needs. So at the time I worked at the school district that I worked at, I went and I asked my special ed director if she would buy me the, the, the curriculum and the drums. And she agreed. So then what I did, so then I would start going around to the special ed cla classrooms every week and I started drumming with the kids in there. And so that was around somewhere around 2007. And then I also started to pro provide after work drum circles for the employees, for those that wanted to come. And in 2008, at the end of 2008 is when I decided to turn the drumming into a side business. And that's when I started tam Tambo Rhythms um, in December of 2008. And that's what I've been doing since, since then as kind of like, it's, it's cool because it's, it's my, it's a hobby that I get paid for, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, it's, I, I just think that's so cool. So. That's pretty awesome that just from yeah. discovering, discovering community drum circles to this, like I've been to a few community drum circles there. Mm -hmm. Obviously mm -hmm. COVID has affected it, but there was, there was an Edmonton drum circle group that I did a few events with, like even dragged right. my best friend to one that's, right. she's quite an anxious person, but she even right. got into it by the end of it that she was like tapping away at the drums and like it it's fun and you wouldn't really yeah. like from an outside perspective necessarily think it could tie into occupational therapy so then right. you found this curriculum how did how did that come about that you found this curriculum oh that that was one that I, that, that was part of my journey of finding things by accident you know on online you know, and then they had, uh, the, the, if you go, it's um, uh, traponline.org, I think. But yeah, it's the, the Rhythmic Arts pro Project. I, I saw it and I, and I really, really, I was like, okay, I was already in, of course, special ed at the time. So I was like, you know, this would be so cool to take to work and to do with the kids there at, at the schools. So, um, but, you know, she agreed. My boss just agreed to buy me 10 nice, nice big big size drums and i was able, able just to go go there and that's how i learned how to implement it came with the directions it came with the dvd and so um i started doing 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 that now in i would say in, in october november of 2008 i also went and i got trained in a program called um um, health rhythms group empowerment drumming and I really really enjoyed it I really really liked it because um, there was science be behind it and I, I like science so it's a research-based program by Remo Drum Com Company and studies have shown that um, it boosts to the immune si system improved mood states decreased stress and decreased bur burnout and I thought that was so neat that, that now there were studies that were being done in it. So I went and I got trained in, in that as well, you know, where I can um, 
and I've been doing that. Um, well, pre COVID, of course, you know, I was doing, um, I, I've been, I've taught that for, for years at our, one of the, our adult and community ed centers here in San Antonio. May, May look, looks good. May, May, I think is going to be a good, good month for, for drumming, for in-person drumming. We need to look, look for those things that build us up in life. You know, so that's one of the things that I think that the drumming really does, does kind of like, I want them to take, I want folks to just to go away, not just with the experience of drumming, but just with the idea, okay, how can I live a life in rhythm? You know, you will need to, you may need to add something into your life that are good, and you may need to take take away some things in, in your life that are not so, so good, you know, and that's something that I preach to myself all the time because, you know, dealing with anxiety and, and depression, I mean, it's like, you, you know, you have, you have to think about, you know, your thoughts and not believing every thought you have and also trying to think of g- good thoughts. So trying to establish more like a healthy mental rhythm. Um, one of the things that I'm starting to, to do is to actually host weekly online um weekly facebook live drumming that pe- people can um go to my facebook group te- the te- tempo rhythms facebook group and they can play along with me as as i drum that sounds super fun um other than your yeah. facebook group where can people find you yeah. online yes you can also go to t- tempo rhythms.com okay uh, and that's spelled T-A-M-B-O-R-H-Y-T-H-M-S. Uh, you, you can find me on on um, Instagram at, at Tambo Rhythms as well. Awesome. It's been so great talking to you and learning more about this drumming and occupational therapy. Well, thank you so much for having, having me. I do appreciate, appreciate the time and opportunity to be able to just share my passion with your, with your group. And so thank you so much. Last but not least, let's talk about barefooting. I had many barefoot adventures this week. The only place I ended up putting on shoes on was when I went to the hospital for yet another scan on my kidneys, hoping to get answers soon. In barefoot news, Legoland Florida has a new stunt show on Lake Eloise, Brickbeard's Water Sports Stunt Show. The show features a brand new female Lego pirate character, ski pyramids, barefoot skiing, jump acts, and daredevil wakeboarding. Speaking of barefoot skiing, Landon Letwin, a water skier who competes for Team Canada, has gone viral on Instagram this week with clips of his barefoot skiing stunts. Some of his tricks even include push-ups on the water. I can barely do one on land, so wow. Had it not been for COVID-19 travel bans, Letwin would be competing in international events this summer. You can see his incredible moves on Instagram at Landon Letwin for at L-E-N-D-E-N-L-E-T-W-I-N-4. That's all for this week's episode. I'll be back next week with an interview with author and magazine publisher Jana Phillips. Thanks so much for listening in. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to sierrathebarefootgirl at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at sierrathebarefoot, on Facebook as sierrathebarefootgirl, on Twitter at sierrabarefoot, and on TikTok at sierraisbarefoot. You can follow the podcast itself on Instagram at Barefooting with Sierra. All of my books are available on Amazon. My comics are available on Instagram at World of Possums and Patreon.com slash Possum Pete. Thank you to Legion X for the intro and outro music. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening, and please share it with a friend if you've enjoyed it. 
Until next time, this has been Barefooting with Sierra.